Have you ever wondered what's in CBD? What's the best type of CBD to take? Well, in today's episode, we go into just that. I got to interview Anessa. Anessa had a lifetime of disappointment in pharmaceuticals, which led her to becoming a holistic health professional. Her expertise is restoring the body to homeostasis, where all systems function at their best. She brings the power of hemp to people seeking non-pharmaceutical solutions for health, wellness, and healing. The research-based hemp products she has created combined modern science with ancient wisdom. They were backed by certifications from the largest clinical FDA-registered labs and write papers written by a Harvard and Stanford cannabis expert and doctors. Her health awareness started when she was a child because she would always get sick. She was constantly in the emergency room with UTI, had multiple different diagnoses on her lungs. She couldn't have a day without coughing and she could never breathe easily. Doctors kept giving her the same answer, more medications, which were not helping her at all. It had major side effects. It was awful. When she received the call from her mom that changed her life, Forever. She had cancer and only had six months to live. She traveled the world on a mission to find natural ways to overcome her health condition. She discovered that hemp is known to be a miracle plant. That is where Nessa's hemp was born. Her mission is to show people the power and magic of pure hemp and give them access to the highest quality products on the market that are backed by scientific research. In this episode, we go into so many incredible things about what's the difference between hemp, CBDA, what really helps her oil stand apart, her journey, which drove her to create her company, Nessa's Hemp, and so much more. So excited for you guys to hear this episode. Let's get started. Thank you so much, Anessa, for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. I'd love to start. Tell me about your 20s. Feel free to include any shit show moments we might resonate with. Let's start there. Thank you so much for allowing to share my message today. There was a lot of, a lot going on in my 20s. Every possible wrong thing could happen to the human. It was me. So I came in the United States when I was 21 I fell in love with the story of Cinderella story, I would say, where I was basically told that, hey, we're going to have a family, we're going to have an amazing relationship. And from the moment I decided for that relationship to stay in the United States, I lost my status in the country because you can't just come and stay here. You know, so I lost my status in the country. From the moment I lost my status in the country, the person I was with and I gave a full trust uh, started changing little by little. And of course, in the beginning was just, um, you know, a little bit of the uh, mental uh, control and situation and then turned into more physical. So with that being said, yeah, I was very, very uh, suppressed uh, in my first four years in the United States. And, and yeah, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And I just decided to be very strong will that I deserve better and I wasn't doing well with my health wise. I was extremely sick. I got to the point where 
my my ex used to say like hey you're just basically dead you're just still walking because i was just so sick i was just i couldn't breathe i couldn't talk i, I would cough all the time i would wear a mask because people would think i had tuberculosis you know it was just bad health and of course i didn't know any better so you know first of all i wasn't allowed to go see doctors as much as i wanted to because i had no insurance so it was very tough no no insurance no eventually no identity like i couldn't even prove who i am you know no english like no finances the money i was making i was also sharing with someone i fully trusted so fully manipulated know nothing about this country except to have a big heart and anyone who wasn't lazy just took advantage of that you know there was a lot of details in there but it got to the point where i did ended on the street and i said wait a minute what just happened here but i was very strong and i never give up and i really trusted that god got my back and i just have to do what's right and you know and it wasn't easy i was going through as a i was just talking to my brother about this t- yesterday i we were talking about what the heck i was doing when i was actually 22 and i was literally having a full-time job from five I am in the morning until 7 p.m. coming back home, serving my, uh, you know, my partner with food and taking care of the household, cleaning and weekends doing the same thing, preparing the meals. And it's just 22 year old. I literally had a full hands over responsibilities. So I will, I was literally talking about this with my brother last night. So yeah, it wasn't easy to start in this country. And I did end up on the street eventually because of the manipulated situation and and everything else so it got to the point where i had to even deal with court system or the court system was protecting me but still you have to participate and you know my english wasn't well so i couldn't really express myself and share all my problems and you know even the people was trying to help me it, it was a lot it was really a lot going on and i had no car um, I couldn't even, if I want to go to find a job interview or go to the job interview, I would just go to strangers and say, Hey, can I borrow your car? You know, and I need to, I need to find a job so I can pay these attorneys to free me, you know, from, from my crazy situation and help me out. So yeah, it, it wasn't easy. It was a lot. Then later on, I got targeted by human traffickers. That was a lot going on three times, completely sick. I mean, it was just, when I look at it, I'm, sometimes I can't even believe that was my life. But I wouldn't change the inch. I really would not. I, it, it was perfect. I love it the way it is. I would. It's. I'm not saying. I don't want any of the audience to think. Oh my gosh, I feel bad for her. No, I am strong and powerful today because of that. So I would never change anything. Wow, you had quite the twenties, and then from there, like. From there, what happened? I'm curious, how did you get back on your feet? How did you get out of that situation? And then what did you do next from that? So it was truly a lot going on where I used to work when I finally got out from my relationship officially. What happened is I just tried to figure out how to pay the bills and to get my life, my identity, open the bank account. Because even if you want to rent an apartment, not even an apartment, to be a roommate with somebody, you know, like they want to know who you are. You got to show the status and I have nothing like no credit history like no like I'm nobody 
So it wasn't easy, but the, the not easy moments made me strong. So again, I love it today. So I appreciate all of those moments. I just worked hard and I truly delivered more as people ask me to. And that's where the problem is today, that if they ask you to submit X, Y, Z, you that you're barely going to submit whatever people ask you for. So for example, I was going three full-time jobs. So I was literally running 24-7. I used to get up in the morning, I was babysitting, I was actually even starting in the construction field. I was doing anything that I can get paid, but keep in mind it wasn't easy. And I wasn't drinking coffee that time. So I used to get up a couple hours sleep, put my face in the ice cubes. And as I drive to my work, I'm already exhausted, like because I didn't have enough to sleep. So I would literally have my bucket of the ice cubes next to me in the car and after a couple hours of sleep and I would just put my face in the ice cube to wake myself up so don't don't cause the car accident and don't kill myself or other people so that's how I was able to keep myself I guess alive through the whole year Uh, it wasn't easy it wasn't easy but again it was all good so what happened next I worked really hard and I always delivered what I said so people really admired that and I was able to earn trust and more trust I earned, people pushed me for better. They said, you don't deserve to be here. We want you to do better or we want you to push for the next job. Or And it got to the point where I was able to grow myself to the level where I was approached by one of financial companies and say, hey, we heard you're the hardest working person in Chicago. We want you to be on board. It's like I know nothing about financials. In fact, numbers are not my things. And, and they said, we're just looking for someone who's dedicated to make, make it happen and we will train you for anything you need to. So and I got my life stabilized and it took me five years to get back on my feet completely, get my car, get my status in the country, you know, and everything. But uh, it wasn't easy. Definitely wasn't easy. I remember the moments where I even had to go pick up the food stamps. So, yeah. So, but, you know, what happened is it really empowered me. Because I said one day I'll be a one strong, powerful woman and I will fix this. I will make sure people don't have to go through this. So it really, it was for good because today there's thousands of lives have changed because of my experience. Like there's so much support given in the world for me personally for these specific causes because it happened to me and I know the pain. So I want other people not to experience that. Uh, or help them to overcome the challenges. So today world is in a better place because it happened to me. So mm-hmm. that's how I see it. Yeah. You have an incredible story of rebuilding, I feel like, in terms of rebuilding your life in the US, rebuilding what you want, rebuilding yourself from the relationship, rebuilding your identity. Like it's really cool to be able to see that. And like well, from there, How'd you get into like CBD? How'd you go into like your businesses today? Like how'd that all evolve for you? The biggest was, if you remember, I was mentioning about my health. So my health was definitely, I didn't know any better. So I just went to see the doctors as, as I, I was told to. I, every time something goes wrong, you just go see the doctor. And that's exactly what I did. And every time I saw the doctor, they would put me on medication pills steroids and and it would help me for a week or two and then would come back five times harder 
you know, or a month later, five times harder. And then at this point, like what's going on It turned into a vicious cycle. So my health was really declining because the stress I had to go through at the same time, figuring everything out. So what I decided to do, I said, the medical field 10 years later, no longer serving me. Like this is, it's just getting out of control. I have to figure out something different. And, and that's what I did. I, I actually researched there's a ways to help to improve my lungs or my kidneys. And I started doing like changing my diet, start juicing, doing a couple other things, start sleeping, you know, working out, drink so much water per day, clean water, of course. And that really caused me to see some reactions, the positive reactions. And those positive reactions got me so excited. I said, wait a minute, that's what what it takes. You just do a couple lifestyle changes and you start improving. And I got so excited. So I completely changed my lifestyle, my what I eat, got off the dairy, sugars, any kind of type of sugars, no alcohol, not even a sip of alcohol. And what I noticed is that I was improving my health big time. So within one year, I was able to transform myself. Like I was very healthy and never been sick since then. I've been very healthy for many years now. So that situation in my life also happened for a reason because it led me to believe in a lifestyle changes more than the pharmaceuticals because the pharmaceuticals 10 years doing all these pills got me to the worst. And this is one year I got completely healthy. So it made a huge difference, right? But it wasn't enough. Say I'm on the mission. I'm going to change the world. Like, you know, it wasn't enough. Yes. I would share with people and say, Hey, you probably want to, you know, look in multiple options, not just stick with the pills. But it wasn't enough. I still was focusing to build my career and everything. So then I really got my life settled where I got my car, my nice apartment, like kind of, uh, you know, respected by other people. Like, I feel like my health is perfect. That time my body was perfect. I was in perfect shape, working out like crazy. So with that being said, like I said, is this is it? Is this is American dream? Like you have a good job, you have a like stability, you have putting savings away. It's like, and you're still in your twenties is this is it. And I said, this is can be true. I got to look for something more. I got to look for purpose. Like this is not serving me. It's just the stability, like physical, emotional, and that's it. And I was literally going on my knees and asking God universe, you know, what is my purpose in life? Like, I'm healthy, I'm I'm beautiful, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I can do anything. Like, I can't just live like this for the rest of my life. Now do I need to find the boyfriend or husband, have kids, and that's it? That wasn't enough for me. So literally for one year, I was going on my knees, and what is my purpose? What do I need to do? Like, I know I got something bigger things to do in this world. And after one year... Uh, of praying that was the most beautiful thing ever happened to me that changed my life forever I got the phone call from my mom and and she said she got cancer and she had six months left to live and she was back home in Lithuania and as she told me that I literally had this beautiful download and seeing how me saving mine from cancer because I already knew I don't want to do chemotherapy no radiation 
And I said, mom, I said, your cancer is saving lives today. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I will do whatever it takes to have every possible cancer solution on this earth. And I'll bring it to the table, make sure we save you. But the most beautiful thing is we're going to save other people. Because I always knew cancer is curable, but I just didn't know how. Because I knew there is a cure. I just, I wasn't interested enough to really go and spend my life on cancer. So since it happened to my mom, someone I love and unconditionally, the same day she called me, the same day I left the country, I called my boss. I said, I'm not coming back. He says, well, he said, what do you mean you're not coming back? When are you coming back? I don't know. I have one way ticket. I'm going to Europe and I will know everything about the cancer. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Since then, I never slept again. (laughs) And I spent 27,000 hours in cancer, which is really not a big deal. And I don't want people to never be scared of that. It's just a mutated cell. We all get cancer four times in our lifetime and be cured naturally within our immune system. That's why this immune system is so critical to make sure it's always empowered. It's always strong because it fights for you. And yeah, I spend spend lots of hours globally. I worked in Mexico clinics. I saved my mom. Instead of dying, four months later, she was cancer-free. And uh, since then, we saved uh, hundreds and thousands of other people. And that's exactly what happened when she called me seven in the morning. She said, I'm dying. And I'm like literally seeing this vision, my mom being healthy and thriving and million other people being healthy because of my mom and because of my work. And that's how I entered the health field space. I saved my mom and then starting helping other people. But then the CBD itself is another topic that is quite, uh, it is a topic for sure. So yeah, but that was my coming in into this, into the health field, helping these people, improving. I, I'm not going to actually lie until today. We don't have a website uh, for my consulting company, but because we produce such a strong, effective results, until today, I have no website and for that company, and I, I'm booked five years in advance. Like, I work with athletes from UFC. I work with famous people. I work with, I mean, very high level, I mean, you name it. I can't actually share the names, but uh, long story short, is that tells you how results always get you somewhere. I tell people all the time, don't focus on on something, what everybody's doing, first of all, find out exactly who you are and what's your purpose in life. And then you're going to go decide to do something, become the best in that specific field. Even if you are a shoemaker, just become the best. You're going to make millions of dollars as a shoemaker. And you're going to make a lot of people happy. Someone like me, who is actually very particular how I fix my shoes and I want them to be perfect. Women, we can resonate pretty easy. We like things to look good. So with that being said, like you just become the best on something. And that's exactly what I did. I just became the best in, in the health field when it comes to reversing uh, disease with natural, natural, whatever remedies or natural ways and hacking the body systems to get rid of whatever disease is. I, I started with the cancer, but today we work with a very critical, different, even genetic mutation disease. So with that being said, 
become the best in something. That's how I became with Nestle's hemp. It was the same thing. I saw the major misconnect and disconnect and misinformation and everything in the hemp space. And I said, somebody got to bring justice. And, and until today, we are still the one brand on the entire globe who actually can produce the lab results to prove our quality because we are simply the best. And I was always, I said, I just want to be the best in one thing. That's it. I don't want, I don't need to be the best in everything else. That's why I have other people to do other things for me, <laughs> you know, because I, my job is to be the best in, in how to reverse your condition and how to provide the products on the market that are truly safe and effective. Hmm. I love that you narrow it down to being the best at one thing, because I feel like we could get overwhelmed thinking we need to know how to do everything. When really learning how to do that one thing really well is such the key to being able to do well. And how are you so confident, like when your mom called that, like you are going to be able to reverse it, you guys are going to be able to find a solution? Because I feel like when you get that call, it can be kind of hard to hear that. Like, I feel like you could shut down emotionally, you can kind of like, go the opposite way. So I'm curious for you what it was that kind of drove you that way. My mom's cancer diagnosis was literally the best day in my life. And that's exactly, I literally was celebrating. I told her to dance. She thought I'm crazy, but she knew I'm not crazy. I simply saw, I was in desire to have an answer. What is my purpose in life? I was just in desire. I was going and begging God on my knees. I was trying to meditate. I was trying to do all kinds of things. What is my purpose? So when I finally answered the phone call, when I got that phone call, seven o'clock in the morning, United States time, then she's telling me, doctor told me I have six months of spreading to my liver, da, da, da. I'm literally like having this download and I'm seeing the visions and episodes of my future life. And as she's speaking, so it wasn't just, oh, I'll just be confident about this. It was very spiritual moment. It was the moment I was asking for the whole year because God tells you whatever your God is, if you ask, you're going to get your answers. It's very simple. It's just a matter of the time when. So I was truly asking. So when she said diagnosis and was sharing her diagnosis, I truly was celebrating. I had tears of joy. I know it sounds completely crazy. And she was actually a little bit nervous too, because she's like, how my daughter can react like this? So she wasn't fully trusting me that time. And what happened? She's like, I got a FaceTime. You're like, must be walking and sleeping because I know it's early still in the United States. So she faces time me and said, mom, I'm not sleeping and I'm not sleeping walking. I'm fully aware of what's going on. And I said, in fact, I'm getting ready to go work out and making my shake. So she saw me and, and she knows I'm not taking any medication. So she knows I'm mentally stable. She knows I'm not even drinking alcohol. So she knows there's like no any other excuses for me to react except the spiritual meaning. So yeah, it was beautiful. I would never change that day in my life. I'm telling you, it's just... Until today, I feel like that was the most beautiful thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. And what process did you go through with your mom to be able to help her reverse the cancer? 
in the beginning, I'm not gonna lie to you, I truly had no idea what I was doing. I was just learning as I go kind of type of thing. And as I was learning, I was immediately applying to my mom. So for example, I got connected with conventional doctors and I interviewed them. I met top, top oncologists in my country and I also interviewed them. I recorded our conversations. I did a lot of steps. And I ask very deep questions. I wasn't like a typical patient. So it's not like I'm just going to go immediately natural route. I, I went there and I asked, for example, question, is the chemotherapy kills the stem cell of the cancer? I already knew the answer is no. It's just question then why we're doing chemotherapy if we know it does not kill the stem cell of the cancer. It just suppresses the cancer cells. And when they get up, it's called spread it. And when it's spread it, you have a problem because now the anger that you try to suppress them and they think you try to kill them, but chemo doesn't kill the cancer cells. So I really went through this major, I would say, investigation process. So I walked in these doctor offices. I walked into a top oncologist, all kinds of, you know, experts. And I said, okay, I definitely know I'm not going to take this route. That was just a confirmation. And of course, I was focusing how I can improve my mom naturally. What is the cancer cure? What it takes? And I started working with oncologists uh, that actually, you know, they had to done, be done with their practices, even they're like from Northwestern and other medical schools. But the reason they had to finish their practice because they decided to search more than regular cancer treatments. And the medical system don't like them anymore because they discovered something and they discovered there's a cure or something else. So long story short, as I, until today, have a global network of probably the most amazing genius brains. And I was eating every cancer book. There's so many books on cancer. And I was reading all night long. And in the morning, I would be like action. For example, water, like there's a carcinogenics in our water. So for example, someone who is cancer patient, they can't even shower in the tap water because that water is loaded with parasites, toxins, nanotechnology, the things that literally causes you cancer. And most people even drink tap water. So just on water alone, I had, I had to go through quite journey to learn everything about water. So to answer the question, I really, I, I did not know what I was doing. I was just applying everything as I was learning and immediately applying on my mother. If it's water changing systems, if it's cutting off the diets, if it's herbs that actually cleanses the cancer cells, if it's empowering immunity, if it's using certain technologies, certain frequencies, uh, certain photons, you know, energies and you name it. So I was applying everything. Right now, the way I work, I have strategies, I have exact how it needs to be done. So there's nothing compare how I started. Like right now, I, I have a full full strategy, exactly how to attack the cancer cells. And people a lot of times see really quick results. So because if you truly help the body, you can see results in, in two to three weeks. So you start improving and feeling better and energized and you sleep better and your pain is going away. And then it's just a matter of the time to track uh, the cancers and, and mutation, if it's really expanding or shrinking or what's happening. So again, I'm actually moving out from the cancer field, but I'm going towards longevity and athletes and out-of-verse aging and help you have any other conditions except cancer because cancer is becoming a very sensitive topic in my life. 
since we helped so many people and I'm not a doctor. I'm just someone who's very passionate to help people and make sure they don't have to suffer the way I did or my mom. So yeah, I am I am shifting my gears towards longevity and, and any other symptoms typically people have in their bodies. And I'm curious for you, when you're starting to heal yourself, what's something that you did that you wish you would have done sooner? That maybe it's like a small change or a big change that you wish you could have started like in your early 20s? I wish I knew the damage of alcohol. And I'm not talking just from physical. Then I learned just alcohol itself. I had to travel the world to know the truth. If you're going to go to any grocery store in the liquor section, they have these demonic symbols on the alcohol bottles and it says spirits and they have like like a death symbol or like some demonic dark entity, right? And most people think it's because it's, it's cool or the brand is trying to be cool. And maybe in some scenarios, yes. But what I learned after spending half of my life studying alcohol and the biological and spiritual level, I learned that when they call spirits, it truly means that causes you to become a different spirit. So I did not know my true power of myself, who I am and what I'm capable of without quitting on completely quitting alcohol. And when I really recovered myself from alcohol, and not that I was alcoholic, I would drink just socially. And in fact, I drank only two years of my whole life period, only on those weekends. But that disconnected me from who I am and it would cause me to think I'm not capable or I'm not, uh, you know, you just lose self-confidence. From the moment you cleanse your body from the alcohol, your, your biological aspect, everything in your biology starts changing. Your your, your gut, which is you produce your brain cells, those brain cells, your memory, your vision, your hair, your gro- hormones, your everything is changing. So with that being said, that's great for the physical. But when I learned and when I experienced the spiritual aspect, you probably, I wish we talk about alcohol and speak the truth. If I was in a position to change the laws, I would literally make alcohol completely illegal. It's the, it's the devil's drink. I never seen anything loving and caring happening while the people are drunk. Even if you're innocent human being, you might end up in the car accident. You know, it's just, it's literally like a devil is trying to destroy your life. So it's going to cause you where you, I don't know, self-confidence is going to cause you relationships is going to lose us in your finances. If you're going to look in all alcohol events, nothing positive happened where you became successful, where you became strong, where you became powerful, where you became healthy, where you created a beautiful family. And, you know, alcohol never gave us that. So it's a very deep spiritual meaning. And I wish I knew that if I did, I would never touch alcohol. And for your diet, what are like the foods you avoid? What's something that you have to incorporate like every day in your diet as well? I would say I would also avoid big time dairy. There's no dairy products. You, it's just chicken dairy. It's bad, bad news. And there's a lot of documentaries to prove these words. And people, when they watch these documentaries, they realize what's going on. So the dairy uh, causes actually mucus. 
in the body and from the moment you have that mucus in the body you allow disease to mutate it's like their environment it's literally even dr sebi he said he passed away now if you're mucus free you're disease free so because it literally creates that environment and each time you you eat that dairy you literally feed you and create the mucus which is a home household for disease and yeah and that's where your party started in your body by eating that innocent dairy cheese or milk products you know so those are very dangerous i would say Hmm. yeah and i would love for you to go into like cbd like how you started using cbd the different types of cbd maybe who would benefit the most also from using cbd as well one thing we don't educate consumers or people or citizens and i'll ask you right now so let's say in if our biologist says we have a heart or liver then you go to medical school they teach you about functionality of the heart the functionality of the liver as of today i'm just gonna tell you how the whole system is crooked because as of today nobody allows me fully educate massively people on their own it's called endocannabinoid system most people don't even know and they have no awareness that they carry their own endocannabinoid system and that system is responsible for your entire body to be healthy for your spleen for your brain for your hormones for your ovaries for your literally like hundreds and hundreds of functionalities so that system is in your body you like it or you don't you're born it's called endocannabinoid system so that system in the beginning when you're like young and not exposed to toxins you actually produce your own cannabinoids it's literally the same thing almost the same thing as in the plant so those cannabinoids are fully operating and say i want you to sophia to actually be healthy today and i'm gonna you produce all of them in your spleen your ovaries your brain your vision everything is like thriving when you start losing the production of those cannabinoids in your own system, what happens is you are deficient. From the moment you are deficient, you're going to start experiencing all kinds of health elements. If you're going to go to the doctor, he's going to put you on a pill. Because by the law or by the pharmaceutical law, doctor is not allowed to put you on anything else except pharmaceutical pill. So they're not allowed to push vitamin D, vitamin C, or even empower your own endocannabinoid system. In fact, doctors not even learning in a medical school about own endocannabinoid system. So what happens is when you empower that system and you are deficient, you literally regulate entire body. You regulate your spleen, your kidneys, your gut, your vision, your hair growth, your everything. Like you literally just, you're putting the fuel or you're putting something you're made from you and you're deficient. So you making yourself thrive again, the whole cell in the body, every single cell in the body. So, but what happens is the problem as of today, and that's where I fight in a daily basis, the law doesn't allow people to know about your own endocannabinoid system because if you would or if you did most likely you're not gonna go see the doctor and if you're not gonna go see the doctor that means the pharmaceuticals not gonna be able to sell you their drugs and if they can't sell you the drugs they're gonna lose money if you're gonna lose money you're gonna lose america's economy so if you're talking about your illness is america's economy so this is the problem then i learned about human endocannabinoid system that 
Israeli professor discovered 40 years ago. I said, that's all what it takes. We just have to empower that system every single day to take inflammation away, to put our sleep in balance, to get our hormones going. So what happened is that got me really excited. But what got me really sad when I was looking for the good quality product so I can promote for my clients or the people are very sick and ill, I want to make sure the products are clean and healthy because I knew they re-engineered genetics. So the hemp plant we had like 100 years ago is not the same as sold on the market today or in the grocery stores or in even smoke shops. That's like re-engineered, high THC, going to kill you kind of type of thing has nothing to do with the real nature. So with that being said, I saw the disconnect and that made me upset. And I also saw the disconnect how CBD is not even a, it's not even a natural compound. CBD doesn't even exist in the plant. There is no CBD in the plant. When I tell people there's no CBD in the plant, they look at me like I came from another planet. But is this is the truth. The whole country sells you a drug. CBD is a drug. And if it's a drug, that means it's not natural. And it is not natural. That drug is actually produced by converting CBDA into CBD by using uh, chemical extraction, solvents, heat temperatures, killing the plant and turning in the patent formula, which is CBD. So that means pharmaceuticals can own it again. But the CBDA formula, they don't want you to know about it because it's natural. It's empowering your endocannabinoid system way stronger and it should be completely legal for everybody to access because you're putting in your body what's essential to use like air, water, and food. Your cannabinoids are essential to you to function. That means you need the hemp plant. But now we have the whole country selling Frankenstein genetic CBD and THC has nothing to do with the hemp plant. And consumers are misguided and it's very sad. That's why I said somebody has to make the change. And I talked to the world leaders, doctors from Harvard and the one who discovered human endocannabinoid system. He's the father of cannabis, uh, cannabis father from Israel. He just passed away. He's in, in his 90s and he's like the biggest brains, genius brains on the planet. And, and all of them said, we don't know anybody who's doing what you're looking for. But if you ever come across somebody, we would like to know these people because we know this is a problem. Mm. So if you're taking CBD currently, you're not taking the real version that you need, right? You go on your smart Google, it takes you five seconds and say, what is CBD? Your Google is going to tell you that is the patented by Food and Drug Administration as a drug for epilepsy. There is a law that everyone should know. You can't patent nature. And if the stuff, which is CBD, is patented as a drug for epilepsy, that means it's not nature. And if it's not nature, then what it is? It's a drug. That means they're going to control it again. They're going to own it again. The real version of the hemp plant, if you're going to study the raw plant the way I did in the soil, and there is no CBD, it's CBDA. It's THCA. There is no high levels of THC. It's those acidic cannabinoids and they are purest version. You can patent them. They don't belong to anybody except humans and your health and your family. They should be free just the way we have air for free. I mean, I heard that you're trying to even start charging people money for the breathing the air. But 
which is crazy, but it's happening, I guess. So as of today, it's not happening yet, but it's somewhere happening. So, but you should have complete access to it. It shouldn't be like federally legal because your endocannabinoid system, it is scientifically proven fact. I don't know one single doctor or science or researcher on the planet who is saying that we don't have endocannabinoid system. It's a fact. We do have one and it's essential to us to empower that system in order to stay healthy. And nobody, I'm not allowed to go on top mainstream media and share about this because it's federally illegal. Wait a minute. It's federally. So how come we can educate people about their heart and their liver and their brain and their lips, but we can't educate them about their own endocannabinoid system? Because that one system controls so many systems. So if half of Americans fixes that system, half the country will be off the pills. Belitic would lose the economy, our, you know, our money. So they don't want people to know because it's a threat for the, for the dollar. Hmm. This is crazy. I've never heard of any of this before. I'm wondering why I haven't heard of any of this before. Wow. You're never going to hear about this because as I talk to my PR director, I can talk about, you know, the cannabis testing, for example. I can talk about this and expose the companies and, you know, to do all that stuff, you know, and I'm not here to be a bad guy. I'm, I am really not, but I am here to help people. I've been in miserable half of my life. My whole family has been miserable. And I was the only one person finally brought light and, and, and health to all of us. And I'm thinking, how many families are the same way right now? And it's, I feel like it's my responsibility to share this and fight for, for humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And who, what are like some of the benefits of CBDA? So you really empower that endocannabinoid system. And from the moment you empower that system, you basically, it's almost like a Christmas light when you, you when you plug the in the outlet and the whole Christmas tree is, is, is going to light up immediately. That's exactly what it does. When you empower the endocannabinoid system, it's like a Christmas tree light up, which is your whole organs is starting getting benefits. So each person has like a different imbalances. Maybe um, I, I seen people were, they can get pregnant again. I've seen people where they sleep amazing. They work out amazing. Their, their gut is healing or the inflammation is going away. They're improving their vision. Each person literally has different results because of each person has different imbalance and this product brings balance. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because you know so much about the body. So I'm curious what your take is on caffeine. Do you consume caffeine or what do you think about caffeine? I have a lot to say on caffeine. I spent literally my whole life researching and studying and talking to one of my employees. He's also a Harvard doctor, and I'm getting another one right now from, I can't talk about which one yet, but yeah, so very powerful people I'm surrounded with daily, and it's not just my saying, it's we all agree behind the doors. They might not tell you in front of your eyes, but the caffeine, this is a couple of problems. First of all, most of coffee that is sold on the market actually contains mold. If you're going to take anything that's moldy and if you have low immunity, you're going to be very sick and eventually you're going to die. So this is number one problem that I, especially Starbucks, I, I can't even imagine people go to Starbucks. When I see that, I literally count. This is like a slow death kind of numbers. I literally see these people as a slow death. So what's going to happen is 
that's number one problem. Number two problem where I see, especially with Americans, when they get up in the morning, they drink coffee. And I'll explain you why this is the most dangerous thing you can possibly do. When you sleep, nobody tells you why sleep is important, but I will. When you sleep, you produce trillions of trillions of cells in the body. Those cells are responsible to keep you healthy and alive for hundreds of years. Not 50, not 60, hundreds of years, okay? If you're going to be smart and if you're not going to kill them. So what kills those cells? So when you get up in the morning, if you sleep eight hours, you're going to produce probably eight trillion cells. If you sleep seven hours, you produce seven trillion cells. So let's say one hour produces one trillion cells. So those cells are responsible for you to be healthy next day to continue push your body through stress, through life, through everything. Now, they, when you get up in the morning, those cells are sitting in only one spot in your body. It's your gut. And when you get up in the morning, you can empower them and kind of send them to the work to do, which is, you know, and yeah, to, produce the, to produce the longevity for your body, or you can kill them. And that's what the whole Americans do. They kill those cells because they decided to drink coffee, which is acidic, plus moldy, on the empty stomach. So now all these cells that you produced in the morning, you just kill them. That they're supposed to kind of get you through entire day where you still have energy, you, 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 you do whatever you want, your brain is on the top, so on the top of the game. So you see how bad this whole thing is? Instead, what if I just get up in the morning and drink warm glass of water, make sure the water is nice and clean, not just half water, not even a bottle of water, right? What if I drink the water and then take a probiotic and, you know, take uh, take, take even, you know, L-glutamine or something from my gut, from my lining, and then take your coffee. And if even if you're going to take your coffee, you also have to make sure the coffee is tested for mold and other microtoxins because most of the products on the market right now when it comes to coffee are sold with mold, just like CBD products. Hmm. This is just such an eye-opening podcast. I was like, wait, we have mold in our coffee. What's going on? We have mold in their CBD. This is so interesting because like, this is all the stuff that no one ever talks about or never even brings awareness to. So I love that you're bringing awareness to all these different areas. And what's one thing you should do every day for longevity? Drink a lot of water, stretch. But again, I would say when you drink, because as you healthy, you really don't eat food. I know it sounds crazy, but every time I help people to restore their health and reverse their age, they just don't want to eat anymore. It's just, I can't even convince them. We have so much energy and they just can run their lives forever. And it's like, and I, like, I don't want to eat. Like I cannot, like why you want me to waste my money and time? So when your body is truly healed, you don't need food anymore. Do you just, so I would say minerals is essential and endocannabinoids, which is cannabinoids to empower your endocannabinoid system is essential. Water, make sure the water is nice and clean, reverse osmosis. That would be probably one of the best ways to go with choosing the good water system. Don't trust the water system where it says, oh, it's, it's the filtering. We filtering from what? We filtering from parasites, mold, microtoxins or we filtering from nanotechnology what are we filtering from because most people get tricked like oh i have water filters or like when people say i have a brita oh, don't tell me you literally make the small sit there in the water for weeks non-stop and then you drink it 
your brother is probably the most dangerous things on the planet. It's just crazy how people are so tricked. You need to realize each compound, each particle, each food has trillions of kind of different things going on. And those, if it's a water filtration system, it needs to be cleaning from chloride, needs to clean from parasites, needs to clean from metals, needs to clean from all kinds of bacteria and all that stuff. And if it doesn't, if it cleans only from three things and leaves another six things, it's still not doing the job. So when I tell people drink water, I want to say, make sure you know what kind of water you're drinking. So drink water, sleep, stretch, very important, and empower your endocannabinoid system. And if you're truly healthy, uh, you're not gonna need uh, you're not gonna need coffee or food. <laughs> no food. <laughs> we have actually mushroom coffee right now. Like I have a couple of people they're so addicted to coffee. So I, I said, okay, I'll help you to break down your addiction. So we start with mushroom coffee because that's really good for your brain. So as long as we don't drink coffee and empty stomach, I can I can function on that. But when I see people drinking coffee, moldy coffee and empty stomach, I literally praise. The Lord has said, God help these families because I know their future. Yeah. And I have a final question for you. If you to go back in time and talk to your 20-year-old self, what would you want to tell her? Or if you want to tell her nothing at all, that's an option as well. I would tell myself that I would never allow anyone to put me down or tell me or limit me because I'm completely unlimited. Like I can do whatever I want. I can achieve whatever I want. There's no limits for me. Even... Even if I came in this country when I was, you know, younger, still I was born and raised back home in Lithuania, I would say I would never allow to anyone to put me down or limit. So I would say I'm unlimited and I am. I am truly unlimited. I can do whatever I want to do. And all of us have that and they can experience if they would put a little break on alcohol. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you so much for having me here today and allowing educate your audience. Awesome. And where can we find you? Where can we connect with you online? Nessus Hemp. So it's uh, N-E-S-A-S, NessusHemp.com. If you go on NessusHemp.com, you're going to be able to connect with our customer service. You know, we have a great team there. So you have all the questions or concerns or anything. We're here to support you. I'm here on a mission to make the world a better place. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.